Would you ask how your guests want to be introduced? Uh, no. How do you guys want to be introduced? <laughs> Writer and comedian for both of you? Yeah, yes. but mention uh, that I'm a medical doctor. Okay, great. And that I'm a medical lawyer. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Birder I Barely Know, or the only birding podcast where uh, we're starting out real sweaty, or at least I am. Um, I'm your host, Dewey Cassidy, yeah. along with... Jess Cristiano. Jess Cristiano. Whoa, Jess today. Yeah. Usually you know yourself as Jessica Cristiano. I know. I maybe should, should have. <laughs> Do you want to go back? I'm scared. Oh, when I first started kind of like embracing the Jess of it all, I was in college and I was at... Whenever I would go to Starbucks, I would they would be like, "What's your name?" and I'd be like, "Jess, I'm Jess." Oh, didn't you work really? at a Starbucks? Yeah, but this was before that. Oh, okay. So now so I you... give my name as Jess every time, and it's like, wow, I really reinvented myself in a Starbucks one day. I never <laughs> looked back. Because you were you were Jess because there was another Jessica, right? Or no, there were two Jesses. What was the deal? Um, no, people like will call me Jess generally, and I just was like, okay, I'll roll, I'll roll with that. Yeah. Um, and then people were calling me Jess on Nightcap, and then, like, the next year, we got a new person on the team who, like, genuinely went by Jess. Like, that was her name, and, like, her whole identity and stuff. So people were like, but what do we do? We already have a Jess. And I was like, you can call me Jessica. And they're like, we don't know how to do that. That's not possible. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. Um call us both Jess, I guess. Yeah. And it was like a really big thing. And then I shortened it to Jess with one S. Yeah, I was going to say, that's where the one S came from, right? I mean, I was always thinking about spelling it like that, but it never really came up until like, people were like, okay, but what if we're typing it and people don't know? And it's like, okay, do one S. People just love pitting women against each other, I think. Especially Jess's, which makes this podcast really interesting today. Yeah. As we know, I'm not really a Dewey. Uh, I'm a Steven, but... uh... You know, yeah. I've been Dewey since I was a little baby. Yeah. I met another Dewey a few nights ago. It, it's yeah. always weird when that happens. It's like when you put two beta fish in the same pond. We just go for, we go after each other. We had to kill each other. We had to kill each other. I'm glad you made it out. Yeah, I know. I was a Dewey longer than he was. He wasn't a Dewey until he was a senior in high school. So, uh, yeah, that I know. That's the, that's also not the first Dewey I know that started being called Dewey as a senior in high school. There's how, do you, one of, how do you start being called Dewey? What's his real name? Uh, David, which actually, so Dewey is a Welsh bastardation of David. So it's like how Welsh oh. people would say David was Dewey because okay. they. Uh, I think it's speak- just one guy had a speech impediment seven hundred years ago, and they. Were I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the basis of the whole language. Um, now that they have rudely interrupted us, we should introduce our guests. Uh, <laughs> introducing comedian and writer and medical doctor Jessica Svensgard. And Hello. comedian, writer, and medical lawyer, Sarah Bebb. Hello. Nice to meet you. Or not, what's the <laughs> nice to- <laughs> I don't I don't think you should edit any of this. Yeah, I have I have too much social anxiety to host. I'm not really good at it. Uh, good to have you both on. Thank so you. speaking of the devil, we have two Jesses on the podcast once again. Wow. But once again, it's a two S and a one S situation. Yeah. How do you both feel about encountering, or I guess the three of you, when I encounter somebody with my name, it's an event because it never happens. Like, is it, how do you guys feel about it? 
Jessica was the most common female baby name from 1989 to 1994. I have never been in a class in my life where there was not at least one other Jess or Jessica. Wait, so were you a Jessica S your whole life? Yeah, but even then, S is also a very common first last <laughs> name, yeah. first letter of the last name. And so a lot of sometimes I would just be Svensgard because at least oh. nobody has my last name. That's true okay. of me as well. Like most like at work in improv, some family members like people just call me Beb, which is my last name. And so yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Jessica, Sarah B feels like it's pretty. <laughs> Yeah, that's so, yeah, everyone's name Sarah. Sarah, yeah. Jessica, Tiffany, Courtney, Megan, Alexis, uh, Elizabeth, all big, big early mm -hmm. 90s baby Huge. names. Shit. Massive. Yeah. I got lucky in elementary school through probably high school where I was the only Jessica C, but there was like every other letter of the alphabet was accounted for. It was like a Jessica L, a Jessica G, a Jessica B. I actually haven't um, encountered that many Jessicas since middle school. Really? Yeah, the biggest like ordeal was the one in college where it was just like Jess versus Jessica, which was a non-issue. In in elementary school, people used to bully me by calling me Steven because they knew I hated it. A very normal name. I know, very normal name, but I met one of my closest friends by uh, in elementary school. He was he kept calling me Steven and then running away as I charged him with my fingers on my hands like a or my head like a bull. <laughs> and uh, now we're very close friends. Shout out to Garrett who uh, should be listening. I don't know. I'll I'll text him. I feel uh, like the secret that you, if I, um, you know, had a child, I would tell them is that like, if you pretend it doesn't bother you, like the bullying stops. Like yeah. the, the only, they like, they'll double down if you're so mad, but like truly the times in my life where someone has teased me about something, I've been like, huh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's, not, it's like, what, what do they have to say? They just want yeah. to get mad. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have to introduce I, the special guests. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, this is the first time we've ever had birds on the podcast. Jessica, you want to give a little background for that? Yeah, they're mine. Uh, they Do live with me. <laughs> I don't, they may not come back on screen until later, but they're both in the room. They're both uh, foraging and finding crumbs around my Ooh. living room. But the yellow one, they're both cockatiels. The yellow one is Pig, and the white one is Michelle. Pig is going to be eight this year, and Michelle will be two next month. Oh, and is that femme spelling Michelle or like French mask spelling Michelle? Oh, she's a little girl. She's a okay. little baby girl. Nice. I wanted, actually, Mich I should have included Michelle on the list just now because I wanted like a Y2K girl's name. So it was almost <laughs> it was almost Tiffany or yeah. Courtney, but I went oh, with Michelle. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. So what's it like living with two birds? Don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I always, we were talking about pigeons earlier, and I would recommend. Oh, here. So yeah, you say don't do it as the bird flies immediately onto your yeah. head. Parrots are just a massive responsibility, and I had I've had them since I was ten. So I had oh, wow. another parrot before pig, but parrots are loud and they love to destroy their beaks are made for shredding they love to poop and yeah they poop everywhere um and they love to destroy like just before this uh michelle was eating some of the plaster off of my wall and so i have to re-plaster like the oh my god my wall a lot and they're also extremely horny uh and you can't encourage it because then they'll get sexually frustrated or they might like lay false eggs and so I would say do not do not get parrots unless you are like literally obsessed and you are prepared to take on that commitment for like minimum 20 years. One of our um, past guests owned a bird that laid false eggs. And now I'm worried that she encouraged his horniness in some way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't luckily, know what she was doing. Luckily, Pig has never done it. But laying false eggs is just like not very good 
for yeah. them. Well, like it if, her, if her bird was calcium, doing it, right? it's fine. Yeah, it takes a ton of calcium, and also they can become egg bound, which is when like the egg gets stuck in their cloaca and it doesn't come out, and so Ugh. they die. It's like a she, that is such family. a cute yeah. name for such a horrible way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here. Do I have uh, the yellow one? Here's the yellow one. This is pig. Gorgeous. Look at her. Yeah. Like I said, they love to destroy. They make massive messes because, like, of all the food they eat, maybe 10% of it gets inside their mouth. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> oh, Michelle sorry. just fell off. Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michelle. This is Jackass. <laughs> what would you Lego this? house. Lego house. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And she fell off the back. I used to raise um, livestock growing up. We had pygmy goats, and they would. We had two oh. female pygmy goats, and they would get false pregnancies, where they oh. their bellies would get super just bloated doing it for attention. Yeah, right. They, <laughs> yeah, there's no male around, so they would just get, um, or they were in a committed lesbian relationship. We don't know, but either way, oh. they would get, um, they would get like they bloated, and they're like their um, their udders would fill with fluid. It was very weird oh. stuff. Gross. My sister so, trained them like. Yeah, <laughs> my sister trained them to like whenever she made this with her fingers, they'd like stand up and headbutt her, which Aww. is basically she gave them little gang signs to get mad about, <laughs> which is a lot of fun. Um, wait, I want to mention because I promised I would oh, talk about do. this. I would say don't get don't get parrots. They're a lot of work. They live forever. But if you're interested in in having birds, get pigeons. Okay, pigeons are uh, completely domesticated animals and basically we domesticated them fully and then we abandoned them once we didn't need them to send messages once we invented you know the what's the pushy thing yeah um doo -doo 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 -doo, that thing and uh and that's why pigeons don't live in the wild they only live in cities because they are completely dependent on us to live because they, they eat our garbage yeah they can't yeah. really hunt or forage and they have to be around people and oh, so wow. you can pick a pigeon up and take it home and it will be yours and yeah. you will it you'll love it and it will love you and people talk a lot of shit about being birds being dirty because people are like aren't your birds dirty they like they sit in bed with you and i'm like birds are dirty because they live outside yeah my birds say. are clean <laughs> they live in my house they yeah. only eat what i feed them they take their they shoes off when they come inside yes they clean themselves like 10 times a day if you brought a bitch into your house and gave it one bath it would be clean forever birds are very clean animals they love to eat their own little butts and clean it all off um it's just like yeah coyotes are gonna be dirty too they live yeah. in dirt you know <laughs> yeah i have had to stop jess a few times from trying to take a coyote home uh, oh they're so cute and they just want love that's like yeah they're their so whole cute. thing and when I, I don't think that's their whole so thing sad. that's it what is. Is. i was talking about uh, the coyotes Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say there's, there used to be a few coyotes who were really skinny and starving in the park across the street from my house, and I was really tempted to buy rabbits and release them so they could hunt. Oh, my God. <laughs> but here's the it's thing. Evil. I love rabbits, too, but rabbits, you can easily get a new rabbit. They make a baby new rabbit. Famously. Uh -huh. Yeah, famously. You could, well, I thought you were going to say I bought meat and just fed it to the coyote. Yeah, I was going to say. bad for them because then they become dependent on that. No. But if there's they hunted a, a rabbit, they don't know that you released it. I think they would have seen you do it. <laughs> yeah, you're going through real lengths to hide as you release a, a screaming rabbit in I the wild. I would dress as a bush and then release <laughs> rabbits into a park. Well, then they're going to be like, oh, good. Bushes are just like vending yeah. machines for rabbits. They're like, we know rabbits just mysteriously spawn from this point yeah. every week. <laughs> It's like a video starting game. to think this is a bad idea. <laughs> My mom feeds deer, and I've told her it's bad for the deer many, many times, and she'll never stop. She might get Lyme um, disease from one of their ticks. How do you guys all know each other? <gasps> we all do comedy. Yeah. Improv. Yeah, we all met. I, I don't know where you, know you two first met. I met the two of you first at a backyard show for Business Casual's uh, garage show. 
Yeah. Um, yes. Jess, and I believe that was the show where you had the character who was the sound person that kept ma- making people read very controversial statements. Yeah. <laughs> I know, very funny that we could not get our sound together today. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? During that bit, I was obviously using a non-functional boom mic. Yeah, the bit was I wrote a script and I begged like white guys in the audience to help me record some audio for my short film. And the audio was, the, the script was all like, Hitler did nothing wrong. <laughs> Another fun fact is that, <laughs> is that we the I think we bonded after the show because like we were the three bisexuals at the show. Yeah, well, I think I think Scott was also there, so it was, it was four. It was four of us. Oh, true. And then how do you guys? How long have you guys known each other? Because you've been friends for a bit, right? I think ten years. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 yeah I met Sarah when she was a child. Yeah, I was. Oh. <laughs> I think I had just turned seventeen when we met. Which oh, is shit. crazy, because right now I'm only 22. Isn't it funny <laughs> how time works? <laughs> that was 10 years ago, so I'm 16. Uh, <laughs> Are you guys getting Pig and Michelle? Oh, yeah, the entire time. Yeah. It's like you're in a pet store at Rules. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I, I hope your listeners good. enjoy it, because they've also been in the background of every other podcast I've ever recorded. <laughs> I've gotten bad reviews. But this People is the last yeah. time that it's I think, uh, I think if any listeners are going to enjoy it, it's our podcast, so I think you're okay. Okay. If you ever take the podcast to Australia, there will be a shit ton of cockatiels in the background. Really? Are they wild there? That's where they're from. Yeah. No shit. And you know what's so funny is, I have family in Australia, and... For a hot minute, I was like, you know, because I have family there, I could just go live there for like a year. Like yeah. I wouldn't need a visa. And I was like, should I do it? But I couldn't bring my birds because you cannot bring any bird ever that, that, was, makes raised, sense. Uh, that was born outside of Australia into the country. It's a hard no on everything. Because sometimes with dogs, they'll be like, yeah, if your dog passes these tests, they can get yeah. birds. It's a hard, hard Calculous. no, even though cockatiels are native to Australia. Yeah. I could not bring my birds. And so I decided not to do it. <laughs> Well, I think they've had a ton of trouble with um, invasive species in the past. Like rabbits are a big problem over there because they got released. So, but Pig and Michelle are from Australia. That's well, but where they came from. They're going to come That's back with weird accents. American accents, and they're going to love yeah. guns and fast food. They're going to call Hungry Jack's Burger King. No one's going to know what's happening. <laughs> what's your experience with birds or birding, besides mm. owning birds? I've been like formally birding like twice before this, where I went to a park specifically with the intention of looking at birds. Um, and both times were fun and successful, but my attention span is absolutely deteriorated. I can barely do it anymore. Um, and I have never been birding before today. Would definitely do it again. My, besides um, Jess's birds biting me for the past 10 years, my <laughs> biggest experience with birds is honestly playing wingspan which i've recently become obsessed oh, with owl party yeah oh that's right and we had it just through a party in which everyone at the party got to meet and hold an owl oh right i, I heard a guy who's a professional um falconer and he has many birds but he has a eurasian eagle owl named nicodemus i think it's nicodemus the owl on instagram and i paid him a hundred dollars to come to our friend scott's backyard and i invited i think like 15 or 20 people and we each got to pet and hold the owl for like two hours yeah so what was that like holding the owl because i thought i know you mentioned it was heavier than you expected yeah you have to hold your arm still and so even though the owl probably weighed like three pounds it felt so so heavy <laughs> yeah we're doing like a static outward hold the entire time and then eventually once he got to like he got more comfortable with us we could hold him more like this and like pet him a little because he liked head scratch yeah. like all birds do yeah um but 
he was extremely cute and james his handler was really nice and loved that we were all so interested in the owl michelle. she's jealous <laughs> yeah, michelle doesn't want to hear any more about yeah. the owl she heard head scratches and you're not doing it um i was one percent scared i will admit because i just felt like this owl could like take out my eyes in seconds uh, it could if it wanted yeah no yeah. they could they, they could nothing's stopping and they got talons and it was a eurasian eagle owl right yeah and that's the largest owl yeah, that's what he said, which is weird because I've looked it up and it's true. I don't know if he was going by wingspan or by body size or by weight, but mm. it's definitely up there. But like, it still wasn't like that big. It was the bird, biggest bird I think I've ever held. Yeah. If we're not counting like macaws, because yeah. from uh, tip to tail macaws are a lot bigger. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, by like volume, it's the biggest bird I've ever held. But it is still like only like, you know, this, maybe this fat. Um, so it could still definitely kill a human, but, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh, you're still, you're like a stuffed animal. Like in the staircase. Yeah. I do think it killed that lady. Oh yeah. Jessica, Jessica has a lot about the staircase. You guys want to talk about that? Mm -hmm. I, well, I don't have a lot, but I do, I do know about the owl theory, which I think is interesting. <laughs> Why were there feathers there? Why were there owl feathers in the staircase? Unless he knew that owls were a possibility <laughs> and he planted the feathers in there i will say if he killed neither of his wives that's super bad luck for him like mm. i feel like i could see that happening to me where like by phobia <laughs> yeah. oh wow that's part of the reason they thought like because he they apparently had an open marriage and he was allowed to fuck dudes like on his own oh, time sure. and he says he says that that was the arrangement he was like she knew and i was allowed to fuck dudes but of course they were like oh we found out that our prime suspect was having sex with men and they're like right okay. he killed his wife mm. but by phobia by people yeah we love to sit weird and we love to murder so i can see why <laughs> we, uh... and we love owls yeah <laughs> really a trifecta there but that is, a th I had an owl phase back in middle school or something, and now everything, every gift I get from my parents is, has an owl on it. Yeah, because you had an owl phase until your doctor told you to stop spitting up pellets, right? Yeah, yeah, and to stop murdering people. Well, we all went on a birding trip today um, over in Griffith Park, so Jess, do you want to read off our birding list? We saw a Bullock's Oriole, we saw lesser goldfinches and American goldfinches. European starlings, American robins, scrub jays, bush tits, Anna's hummingbirds, house finches, phanopeplas, buicks. Right? Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. That's Do you buicks or buicks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, what are you stupid? Buicks, wren, um, vultures, California tuis, Eurasian collared doves, acorn woodpecker, and a red-tailed hawk at the end. Um, so let's talk about those lesser goldfinches. What did you guys think about the lesser goldfinch? I felt, yes, that's true. Uh, I, <laughs> ow! <laughs> well, don't give her attitude. <laughs> I, that's funny you called them the color of like a dirty tennis ball because that is accurate. Um, and I will say, Jess and I both were like, oh, like the book the goldfinch it looks like that bird yeah like we had never put that together <laughs> oh. before that famous painting but it's funny. i don't know what this that is oh it oh, it's a it's a book by donna tart but the book is about the famous painting by some dutch master painter okay. and it's just a very good little realist canvas it's like not very large and there's uh, an american goldfinch on the cover okay. on the cover of the book on the painting uh and it sounds silly but i think you 
like for a, a long time, I couldn't really differentiate all the little birds because they go so quickly that if they're yeah. fluttering, you kind of just recognize like, oh, that's a small brown bird, but you're yeah. not. I think uh, that's a painting of a, a, Le- a, a Lawrence's goldfinch. Oh. I think. It's not that gold. I remember it being gold. What? I guess also it would make sense if it oh, was it's a in... European. it's a European goldfinch. Which... That makes sense if it was in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> it takes place in Europe. Sorry, I interrupted you guys. Continue. No, no, no. Um, and so that was exciting. It was exciting when they sort of accidentally came close to us. Also, I think I saw another one driving out. It flew in front of my windshield. Oh, which was oh nice. Yeah, there were a ton of them around. So what's cool about lesser goldfinches is they are all around L.A. So you go to any parks, you'll see them. They have very beautiful, like, throaty songs, which are really nice to hear. You guys remarked how you liked how tiny they were, right? So yeah. small. I, I, I said I wanted to put just pop one in my mouth. Not to, <laughs> not to chew and swallow. I just wanted it in there. Yeah, you want to hold it in there. You're like the guy in New York that uh, pays or that trained his rats to crawl in and out of his mouth for money. Aww, I'm just like that of, man. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of look like peeps. Oh yes. yeah. Oh. So I've never eaten a peep. Really? Mom. You're missing out. They are disgusting oh. and delicious. Yeah, they yeah, are they're very addictive. Yeah, just uh, be careful. I think terrible. the the uh, dye in the pink and purple ones is carcinogenic, so avoid those. Hot. Love it. Um, um, I do wonder. I get a lot of birds right outside my window in the morning because I have a big tree in our little backyard. And I wonder if those are finches because that they do have a very pretty little song. Yeah, uh, just. Um, Let's plug the Merlin app again. Download the Merlin app by Cornell University. Okay, download that app. Put it out your window. You can hear them. So I wanted to bring up the lesser goldfinch because um, turns out they are the smallest goldfinch in the or the smallest finch in the world or like one of them. <gasps> so, yeah, they are real tiny, like, you know, recognizably so. So, yeah, it's fun that we noticed that about them because we finally did see the American goldfinch. And that was a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had never seen that before, so that was a lifer for me. So that was very cool to see. What you guys think about the American goldfish? I know we only got like a, a glimpse at it, but but it was beautiful. It was yeah. so yellow. Yeah, we're go- just we're googling the pictures. lesser oh. goldfish right now. These all look way more yellow than the ones we saw. So yeah. there are variations. There are several subspecies, and then some of them get more yellow in the summer. I know we're still in early spring. Um, like they're blonde. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They put sun in in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and I did confirm. So lesser refers to size. So that's why they are the lesser goldfinch because they're so much smaller than the others. Not because they're lame. Yeah, not because they're lame. Um, Stupid ugly goldfinch. So one second. Lesser goldfinch. Um, do you guys know where the lesser goldfinch was first discovered? No. Colorado Springs. Oh, oh. I, I had the best night of my life in Colorado Springs. <laughs> yeah, what'd you do? <laughs> Did you discover a bird? <laughs> no, it was my uh, friend Roy and I, shout out Roy, were doing a cross-country road trip, and we stayed with his family friends who we thought was like, okay, like, cool, like, they're older and we'll have, like, a lovely dinner, but they were the most fun people we'd ever met, and we just, like, oh. traipsed around town, and uh, it was great. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so when a species is first discovered, that is referred to as its type locality. So the type locality for the lesser goldfinch is Colorado Springs. So what do you guys think about the scrub jays? Pretty. I would say small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was. I feel like they were in the category of like I did not see very closely. Okay. Whereas like the a couple of them like perch nearby for a few seconds. So I felt like my eyes could like focus on them and take them in versus the scrub jays were sort of like in and out of the yeah. 
bushes. Uh, sorry, it's just very funny that whenever Sarah's talking, Jessica's making out with her birds. <laughs> She's fully <laughs> kissing them on so the mouth. Cute. They're so soft. I wish you guys could pet the birds. I thought you were going to say whenever I'm talking, she's not paying attention. Yeah. Like, That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I mean, in a way, yeah. Well, I mean, this is my daily life. I, you know, I said don't get parrots and I stand by it, but I do love them more than anything in the universe and I kiss them 10,000 times a day. <laughs> and like all birds, they enjoy head scratches and so they'll ask for it. Like, oh. Yeah, I do like, uh, is that pig that's on your shoulder? Yeah, this one's pig. I love pig's cute little red, little red cheeks. Little cheeks. Her, those are her ears. Whoa. What? Yeah, maybe. I don't know if you'll be able to pick it up. Yeah, you can see that. They're just big holes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, almost all birds have just like, I mean, they all definitely have big holes. Some are bigger than others. But like, yeah, any bird you pet, if you just find that spot on their cheek where it goes in a little um they like being pet there as long as you're not like sticking something in there yeah but they're uh just holes Interesting. <laughs> it's, yeah it's like nothing like any other animal's ears yeah a hole in the side of their head wow i feel like birds have a lot they got the cloaca they got those nose holes they, just got they holes love everywhere. holes yeah so i'm gonna get they lewis sakar over holes. here yeah Jess is currently googling crow ear Ugh, <laughs> i know isn't it like so weird owl ear very weird Gross. Well, because I think a Everybody lot of owls Google have like cuffs ear. near their ears, right? Yeah. Yeah, but the hole is not yeah. good. The owl hole is a little Ugh. more vaginal. It's uh, it's unsettling. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is very. I like know. that you say a little more vaginal, as if they're well, all. Well, because pig's hole is perfectly round, whereas like this owl hole, it seems like it has it's has a few more indents, like how a human oh ear God, does, which yeah. I guess makes sense because owls' hearing is so good. It has, you know, because. It is weird to think that like the human ear is like all this shit is for better hearing. Uh, Wild to think about. I don't like looking at these. There's so many things that I feel like are like could easily like tear or like rip. A lot of membranes in there. It's sad to think about, but that's why they have those feathers. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. It's why the creatures in a quiet place look like giant ears. Yeah. Sarah's also witnessing something that I like. I don't know if I've ever been a guest on a podcast like in my home, but with someone else. Yeah. And Sarah's witnessing my behavior, which is like anytime Cross I'm versus Ravens. Oh, I'm on a podcast. I'm just constantly googling everything we're talking about until I have forty tabs open for so I can read <laughs> all about it later. I love that. Right now I'm I have, happy you're informed. Yeah, I have Goldfinch. I have Colorado Springs because I'd never, I've never been there, and I'm like, oh shit, I go to Colorado Springs. No, I have yeah. Crow Ear, Crow and now we have Ravens. Crows versus Ravens. Yeah, this is going to be a fun podcast now that three of the four of us have ADHD. It's going to be. (laughs) (laughs) It's up to Jess to just hold us down. Yeah, (laughs) just you got to keep us on track. Um, So foods that crows like to eat. Snakes. Gorgeous. I love Um, that they eat So we also saw at the end a little bit, we saw a bunch of acorn woodpeckers. What do you guys think about the acorn woodpeckers? I love woodpeckers. I've seen them in Griffith Park before, not when I was specifically birding, but when I was just, I live closest to the park and so I'm hiking there all the time. Yeah. And sometimes um, there'll be a, a little group of people on the trails looking at a tree and I now know it's because they're like watching woodpeckers do the woodpecking. Yeah. And if you've never witnessed it in real life, it's just like the cartoon. It sounds just <laughs> like that. Yeah. And it looks just like that. You would think that maybe it was more elegant in real life. It's not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they just grip to the side and then they bang their head into the side of the tree and it's very cute. Yeah. I saw one dive straight down, which was wild. I oh, saw wow. it in my binoculars. It just flew straight down. Well, they can fly. 
<gasps> what? <laughs> if I were, if I could fly, I'd be dive bombing all day just to save myself <laughs> at the end. It seems like so much fun. So, um, fun fact about acorn woodpeckers, they're poly. <gasps> oh, cute. They, so they have breeding pairs, but like they live in like groups that are typically like eight males and four females. And uh, oh, it's wow. common for like a multiple... non-monogamous bird. Yeah, right. And they like help I don't know each. If they're ethical about it. <laughs> they're really mean. <laughs> yeah, um, but they all share a nest. Like they have multiple, and some like sometimes they have like multiple paternity and like multiple um, maternity. But it's never outside the group. It's always within that little polycule. Um, so that's fun. These little birds, you know, like liked your vibe across the bar. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they they all share one big nest. They put all their eggs in. They all raise the eggs. <laughs> There's also just a bird on Jess's head. What was that, Jess? I feel Pig like the sharing the nest and everyone's taking care of the babies and making the nest is like a really good case for human non-monogamy. Yeah. Yeah. It takes like a village. I'm thinking about like everyone gets to sleep in the same bed and do all the chores together. Yeah. Like, that could be fun, actually. Well, that's part. like the gay caveman theory. That's community. Cavemen were gay. So there's that theory that like I know, um, like sexuality as a gene is controversial because people are like, well, what if we can take the gene out of babies and make them not gay? But like they think that <laughs> the reason that, gay. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. which is what Starbucks, the corporation, wants to do. What? what? So they can uh, enslave all gay people because only gay people work in Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not enslaved. They pay them a minimum wage. Yeah. It might as they well get be free slavery. Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, there's a there's a theory that the reason that like like the genes for homosexuality would survive throughout evolution is that tribes who had um, like gay pairs who weren't raising kids could then help raise the other kids while families were out hunting that and gathering and stuff. Sense. Yeah. So there's a there was a reboot of the Flintstones, like a hardcore like comic book reboot of the Flintstones. that was like a little like edgy and like. Um, grounded and they like have like, I know what gay series cavemen. you're talking yeah. about because I read the um, Snagglepuss edition. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was the Snagglepuss one? Because I know the Scooby Doo like, one, I know um, the other one. He's a a Tennessee Williams type author during um, the Red Scare in America. Oh wow! And they think he's a yeah. communist because and he's, he's gay. pink. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's also gay, and yeah. uh, and you know like a a very liberal author. If you if anyone wants to do some reading on like a queer like non-traditional family. I just read the book D oh, I just read the book D Transition Baby by Tori Peters, which was really good. And it's Ooh. about um three people trying to raise a baby. Yeah. Oh wow. and good, read, honestly. The idea that like ago. a pair of people would have a baby and then one goes to work and then the other person raises one to four children completely alone is yeah. insane. 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 Yeah. Well, Especially since salaries don't cover families yeah. at work. It used to be that one person could work, and now two people work, and they yeah. cannot afford it. We're taking this bird podcast, and we're making it a plug for polyamory. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Except unless... Are penguins monogamous? Yeah. Uh, they I make think for they're monog- They mate for life. Yeah. And some they of them are like gay. They mate for life. Yeah, and they have, like, one baby a year, Aww. and it dies, like, 25% of the time. Pig is biting me. Oh. Good. Dewey, did what you did you say do they're to gay? Her? I think sometimes pig- penguins are gay sometimes. Oh, like yeah. The, There's a Parks and Rec. Rec. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we're getting our scientific reps. Yeah. That's Wait, like when... Did you guys uh... hear that man talking? I think I, I touched a man talking? Sarah's uh, earbud, and I think I may have accidentally played something because I was just moving it, but oh. then it stopped. <laughs> Whatever it was. I think I it's fun that it was only in you. Sarah's ear. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah also make... took NyQuil just now. <laughs> 
uh, Jess ruined my attraction to Anthony Bourdain. Oh yeah, because she showed me a picture of her dad, and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense. That looks exactly like Anthony Bourdain." <laughs> so upsetting. He was like my number one celebrity crush for years, and now I'm like, "Nope." I think it's fair. People are attracted to people who look like themselves, or by proxy, their parents or siblings. Like siblings are dating is popular for a reason, because people are attracted to their own faces. Almost every couple I know look like siblings. Uh, when my I dad looks like Steve Carell. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, when I was in high school, I brought home my blonde girlfriend, and um, my mom looked at a picture of her and looked on my aunt and said, She looks just like us, doesn't she, sister? And uh, <laughs> I never dated a blonde person again. Because <laughs> yeah. that upset me so much. She did not look like them, by the way. I don't know what she was talking about. Uh, I think uh, your mom probably just wanted to see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, she has face blindness. She saw a painting of Eminem made of M&Ms and asked me full, like, unironically, is that George Washington? (laughs) George Washington's famous buzz cut. (laughs) Well, without the wig, we don't know. What's he got under there? But why would they make a portrait of him without his wig on? It's, you know, I... These are good questions to ask my mother circa 2013, <laughs> I think. I do think I have mild face blindness because if I watch a film where like there's like two to three protagonists who look very similar, like middle-aged white guys with brown hair, like an hour into the film, I'll be like, what is going on? And like, especially growing up, I'd ask people like, wasn't that the most confusing movie you'd ever seen? And they're like, what are you talking about? And I was like, they all looked identical. And no, like, yeah. I, feel, I feel the same way about white men specifically because for another podcast, I had to watch Heat and I had to have the Wikipedia page open to be like, <laughs> I don't know who any of these guys are. I was like, I had to follow the synopsis these beat for beat because I was like I do not know which man is doing what I do the same exact thing and improv shows are really confusing for me yeah. and then when I saw it the first the one with the kids all of the oh, kids yeah. look the exact same to me which is wild they which look is, nothing they alike they have five boys they should have cut it down to three boys uh, and fully. that one ginger chick yes exactly and then people I know in real life I have to usually be like Dewey who was that was that this one or that one and yeah you said that last time one. we saw your parents which was weird Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. I did think people used to get married because they looked similar, like how yeah. dogs and owners sometimes look similar. They I do. thought it was like that, and so I thought my aunt and uncle were married instead of brother and sister for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> really how did you broach that? How did you find that out? I think I just like we grew up and we figured it out. You just like but how come you guys never kiss on the lips? All of my cousins thought the same thing too because they always showed up to the the family events together. Because they were just like close as brother and sister. Maybe that's some Lannister I stuff. Don't maybe trust siblings who are too close. Yeah, opposite-gendered uh, siblings who are good friends and like, weird. what's going on? <laughs> Honestly, even if you're opposite-gendered twins, I was like, why were you born like that? Which yeah, which one do you change? Bad. All right, before yeah. we get too much into twin slander, Jess is a twin. Yeah. Oh, both girls, so it's okay. Okay, yeah, that's um, that's ideal. Jess yeah. S ate her twin twin in the womb. Yeah, I would have been a twin. Yeah. Whoa. You're like what every TV writer writes a joke about their weird character. Yeah, yeah, it really happened, and my mom made sure to tell me about it when I was a child. Oh no! Yeah, you can't do that too early. <laughs> Did they have a name picked out for it? Was it Bessica? Or was it pretty early? No, because <laughs> no, I think Sica. I think she didn't know that she was pregnant with twins until she lost the first twin because then the doctor, she was like very sad and the doctor was like, you got one more in there. <laughs> like, oh. You're not done yet. Take a penny, leave a penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always finding fetuses at gas stations. I don't know where yeah. to put them. 
Um, I'd honestly get... be stressed out if I found out I was having twins because that's double the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, get rid yeah, of just really one. <laughs> and it's like two crying babies. Yeah. Well, in your case, yes, it was two coughing babies. babies for a while. Yeah. We were oh, coffers. did you guys colic? Yeah, we had it all. We had colic. We had strep chronically, bronchitis, oh whooping cough for a little bit. Do you have your tonsils? Yeah, weirdly. Yeah, because I've, I've had strep like seven times, and my mom keeps begging me to get my tonsils out because I think she just wants me to have to go home for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it a two-week recovery? It's, it's a pretty – it's not a non-major surgery. Like, you – you know, it's not super invasive because they literally just burn them off on the inside oh. of your mouth. But you do just have to like rest and monitor yourself because it's one of those things where it's like the older you are when you get it done, the worse it is. Because like my mom had it done when she was a kid and <laughs> is like, fine, they're small, you know, and kids don't remember shit too. But like as an adult, it's uh, my friend Kevin ended up getting like ulcers in his throat after he got his tonsils out. Oh God, yeah. I'm scared because I had a phys, I had like five doctor's appointments on Friday and my, the, my, the doctor gave me a physical and my dentist was like, your tonsils are big. Just get them out of it. Uh. Yeah. If you're not having like illness issues with your tonsils, don't worry about it. They want your money. Yeah. yeah. They kept yeah. threat like all my doctors kept threatening to take my tonsils, but they never <laughs> Because of punishment. <laughs> yeah, they were like, You gotta get these things out and I was like terrified of surgery at the time. Still am, but especially yeah. at the time I was like, Never, you're not you're not getting anywhere near my throat with a knife. That would I be fun. I the dentist like, if you don't floss, I'm gonna take out your tonsils. <laughs> I'm going to take all your teeth away. <laughs> <laughs> you can get them back when you learn how to take care of them. I wish I'd done it when I was like 14, 15, because yeah. think of all the attention I would have gotten, and I would have gotten two weeks off school. Yeah, is the ice cream thing totally. real? Well, it's soft foods. Honestly, yeah. this is how sick diet culture is. When my doctor said that, I was like, well, if I only ate smoothies for two weeks, like, would I be so thin? <laughs> every, time, every time I've gotten sick, I've been like, I'm going to look so good in a week. Yeah. So I can't eat. Stop. It's terrible. When I got my braces on in... Uh, sixth grade i didn't eat anything for like a week it was oh only God. yogurt because my teeth hurt so bad yeah and now i got my wisdom teeth out last year and i was like by the end i was like i'm so skinny <laughs> <laughs> do you think i'm but yeah. that is a sustainable business model because then it's like at the end of it you're starving yeah. yeah it turned out eating is good for you you're supposed to do it <laughs> yeah and i also did look like i looked really really ill like yeah. pale and like <laughs> not well and i was like okay this was nice for a second now i'm gonna the other one? i'm gonna eat well, something oh yeah <laughs> oh my gosh Two bird, bird on my foot bird on my knee um no. so as fun as we should get back to the birds yes <laughs> um we saw the european starling at the end what do you guys think about the european starling wait which was that what the one on the ground yeah that was the black yeah. the black the pretty black oh, one it's beautiful very pretty yeah iridescent yeah it was shiny, so it has like that oilish color of like the green and, and sunlight and blue and or the purple and sunlight. It was really gorgeous. Yeah. I um, so that. we mentioned before those guys are like um, certain parrots and parakeets. I'm sorry, I don't know as much about parrots and parakeets, so if I fuck up, feel free to yell at me, Jess. Um, um, I'll tell but, you. Yeah. <laughs> but like them, they can um, they can mimic sounds. So there's that wonderful video of the uh, European starling imitating R2D2, which is fun. Oh. Um, yeah, usually with parrots, um, especially in the smaller species, only the males can do um, the the imitating the songs, the speaking. Wow, so they you, silence women yeah. in the bird world, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, she's saying only men have talent. <laughs> but when you, get, when you get into the bigger birds, because they're generally smarter um, and less 
uh, you know, like mating doesn't take up half their brains like with smaller birds. Uh, their their sex matters less, and they're all kind of like into singing, dancing. Wait, is that why little birds are horny? Because like half their brain is sex. Yeah, it must just be like food and sex. And is there yeah. a way to get tested also, for that? <laughs> and I think um, it's because like when you're small, when you're that tiny, you're such a prey animal that you have to reproduce a lot more to keep your species oh. going. Whereas even though macaw are technically also prey animal, they're fucking huge. Yeah. And so I imagine they have to worry about that stuff a lot less. That's interesting. Okay, very cool. Um, how do you know? How I have long no evidence parents- to back this up. Do you know how long it takes like a parrot to like gestate a baby? I actually don't know. I think it's like less than a month because okay. then for them to go from hatched to like technically fully grown, it's like two months. Oh wow, that's that seems yeah. long for a bird. And they won't be like they won't be sexually mature for a couple years. Like Michelle yeah. turns two this year and then she'll technically be sexually mature. But like she was as big <laughs> as she was going legal. to get <laughs> at eight weeks. That's, that's when you can, you know, sell them as pets if that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. That's the uh, age of consent in birds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you have to weeks. get them? Do you have to get them fixed? No, you can't. Um, oh. To do to do surgery on <laughs> to do surgery on any bird is a massive risk. But especially the smaller they are, the bigger risk it is. Okay. And um, a lot of times, like I once had to have surgery on my older bird who yeah. passed away. But they were like, honestly, with any bird this size, if you put them under, there's just a fifty percent chance they won't wake up because their lungs are so tiny. It's impossible oh. to like regulate the, the right anesthesia. Yeah, and so like any surgery at all that requires putting them under, there's just a chance they'll die anyway. <laughs> so they can do surgery on a grape, they can't yeah. do surgery on a bird. And you also, you generally, it's very hard to tell the sex of a parrot unless you get it DNA tested with like a little bit of blood because they all have cloacas yeah. and they're not sexually dimorphic. So All right, uh, Jess, go ahead and reset the cloaca timer. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe it took me this long yeah. to say cloaca. <laughs> Beautiful name for a girl. Cloaca? I <laughs> So we also heard but didn't see the Bewix Wren. What do you guys think about that Bewix Wren song? Oh, was that the one when we were like in the shade? Right yeah. Before the, the, what did you call it? The brush or the... Yeah, the, the chaparral. The sh- yes. Um, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, Wrens are crazy because they're so tiny, but they make such a loud noise that you can just hear from so far away. So I'll hear them a lot in my neighborhood and I can never find them because they'll like hide in like a deep little bush and just yeah. scream the little hearts out. It is funny. We were saying on the walk that like some beautiful birds make like hummingbirds make a bad sound. Peacocks make a bad sound. Yeah. Like, you'd think it would be these like gorgeous songs, but it's yeah, like no, it's those beautiful birds. Yeah. yeah, they're so good looking. They didn't ever, ever have to work for it, I guess. Yeah, it's literally that joke from uh, shout out to Adam Sandler's crew. The first grown ups were the, the very hot lifeguard with the high pitched voice. Um, yeah. a very typical Adam Sandler character. What did they do? There was a that all the all the moms were into this hot hot lifeguard and they would like fantasize about him, um, and then like he's like, "Hey, ladies, what's up?" Um, just, you know, very fun. <laughs> know, Adam Sandler. Never character. mind, you stupid like... cuck. How dare you have a high pitched voice? <laughs> yeah, right. Not to bring up yeah. couples retreat again, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just surprised Adam Vince Sandler wasn't in that movie. Yeah, it'd be, he yeah. such his vibe. Him and Jennifer Aniston would be great together. Oh my yeah. god, they would have been a great. I mean, they have two of their Six own couples. movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably more now. How many? Cause they have oh, two. yeah, because the they just, just go with it, and then Murder Mystery 1 and Murder Mystery 2. Yeah. They, yeah. Wow. 
They should have been in there because all of the women in that movie are so unspeakably hot. And yeah. it's like, unspeakably hot. It's like, Vince like they're cursed eldritch creatures. They are really hot. Yeah, but I just only unspeakably. Know Vince Vaughn and John Favreau are in it. Yeah, who are the who are so the women in it? Um, that girl who's in everything, but I can't. I don't know her name. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence. The other. <laughs> um, I actually don't know any of their names. Kristen Bell's in it. Okay. Oh, fun. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, we love Kristen Bell until she was like, hey, the sheriff's department's actually not that bad. Did she? What? Did she say that? In the middle of like the pandemic, she like had like a, sh- like the, she like went out with the sheriff's department. They took her to like a shooting range and she's like, thank you for this wonderful day with the sheriff's, de- LA County Sheriff's Department. Weird. And uh, if there I was any remember... sheriff's department that's bad, it's definitely the LA County one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe like historically bad for like 200 world. years. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sarah told me that like during lockdown, Chris and Bell and Dag Shepard were like, um, we're gonna we own they own like three massive apartment complexes and they were like, We're not gonna make people pay rent. I was like, That's nice, but this yeah. was me finding out that you're landlords yeah, yeah. that the they fuck? own three very large buildings. <laughs> yeah, that's not that great. Sucks. <laughs> oh god. Her and Dax are also really open about like happy. hating each other. Yeah. yeah. Wait, who? That's fun. Who is? Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell, they like very publicly try to be relatable by being like, don't you just hate your spouse sometimes and you scream yeah. and you throw up? And they're like, no. <laughs> That's so funny. I absolutely, so I'm suspicious of like wife guys, but I will say, as obviously so many of them have been like downed in recent years. Yeah. But, <laughs> downed. But, um, what's the word for that? Taken uh, down? Canceled. Yeah. Canceled. I like the idea that they've been uh, shot down like a helicopter. They've been shot down. I was down. thinking like a tree. Yeah, we chopped them Ladies and gentlemen, them. Yeah. we got them. Uh, but I will say I growing up on so many TV shows where like the husband hate hated hated his wife I really love when like my favorite thing is when a guy uh, loves his wife yeah yeah I love a wife guy but I'm really weary now because they are yeah. all going down yeah. also that should just be the minimum that is <laughs> yeah. how they should all well, be because every yeah. man like should be obsessed with their wife like why would you get married to someone you're not obsessed with that yeah. would yeah. be insane like oh let me tolerate you for a few years and continue to tolerate you crazy yeah so yeah we we pro we promote polyamory unless you're like really obsessed with one person in which case go for it yeah <laughs> yeah it can't be because you don't want to fuck other people but because you're so obsessed with fucking one person <laughs> that you don't have time for anything else yeah i they're not so the second time I'm reading up, I'm bringing up detransition. But by the way, let me start that over. Second time I'm bringing up detransition, baby, on this podcast because mm-hmm. uh, every time I have enough focus to finish a book, it's all I can talk about. And they talk about how like one character finds monogamy very kinky because they're like, you get up and you like swear yourself to this person and you wear jewelry, being like, yeah, my generals belong to them. And then we, <laughs> after the wedding, everyone knows that we're about to bone, and it, the description is really good. That actually is cute when yeah. you think about it. So speaking upwards, though. And- and book club podcast now yeah <laughs> there's not enough of those book club next chapter coming out this weekend what is book club that'd be fun <gasps> oh you have is that, to is that one of the club. old lady movies yeah. yes, yes okay i will say though you that would be an interesting podcast if you're like adhd bisexuals birding book club and <laughs> and then we don't ask scott to do it <laughs> <laughs> Scott pitched. He was like to me and Sarah. He's like, we should do a podcast. And Sarah and I were both like, everybody has a podcast. What should it be about? We both kind of said like said a soft no. Kind of like never replied. It'd be so funny if we started one with you instead. <laughs> Scott, I think Scott would stop talking. We got us. a shorter white guy. I hope that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
We thought you were too tall for this podcast. <laughs> Um, so we also saw some robins all throughout the day. What do you guys think about the American robins? Very pretty. I like them. Robins feel very wholesome and all-American to me. Yeah. <laughs> like what, what do you mean is by like that? A real bird. I was raised on you know rob. It's like robin is name like a bird. bird. It's yeah. a robin. Like yeah. Woodpecker. That's hard to say. It's like how Corolla is car. You know, You're like <laughs> that is car. Yeah, Buick. <laughs> Buick is Toyota, car. but it's Toyota Corolla is car in the same way that Robin is bird, in the same way that Golden Retriever is dog. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I agree with the Toyota Corolla, especially because you're just saying Corolla. I... <laughs> really? Yeah. What do you think is car? I think like car... if you were, if you were just Jeep like... is car. No, Jeep is, Jeep so is car. That's insane. No, Jeep is car. Jeep is Jeep. Jeep no, car. Jeep no if you car. were if, if we're doing LA specifically I could see Prius's car Prius's car for sure when Prius I see car, car I think Honda. one of those shitty boxy little sedans like the dun, dun, the like that yeah. that dealio oh okay yeah but I will say Robin is bird like at the yeah. end of okay. the day that's what it is yeah um Robin is... Robin is, is baby yeah <laughs> pigeon could also be bird if you live in a major city mm-hmm. yeah um did you guys know what Robin looked like before today I know the uh, Red Robin. Is Red Robin a real thing? I thought it was just like the name of a restaurant. I don't think I know what a Robin looked like. Yeah, because when I first started burning, I knew the name Robin, but I had no idea what a Robin looked like. I know know what it looks like because of the cartoon. Uh, Jess just pulled up (laughs) landslide (laughs) guitar lesson, (laughs) which I still don't know how to play. Wow, I really did not know what a robin looked like. Yeah, this okay, is what so, robin looks like. Yeah, so actually, it turns out red robin is just an American robin. They're talking about, like, the orangey red on their chest. Yeah. But Ooh. I love their little eyes. They have, like, that sort of... Their, their body is all gray except for that beautiful, like, red, rusty chest. But they have, like, this sort of, like, white patch around their eyes. Um, sort of like they've been pranked and, look, like, looked through binoculars that somebody put, like, baby powder on. Oh. Um, Wait, but, look up robin eyes. Robin eyes. I know Robin from Rock and Robin, the song. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, we all know Robin from How I Met Your Mother, that famous that show that has famously aged very well. Yeah, mm-hmm. a perfect television show that went uh, crisp nine seasons. <laughs> I looked I up Robin eyes, and it's Robin from Teen Titans. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we're getting a lot of Robin. Because people want to see his eyes without the mask. Oh, who's he's the red, purple right? girl from Teen Titans? I was very very attracted to. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robin, he's like red and green and yellow, Jess. Maybe that's what mm. I'm thinking. Like a hamburger. <laughs> Wait. No, I, I'm thinking the Spy Kids microwave things. What? No, forget it. I'm out. All I remember from Spy Kids are the thumbs and then the entire third movie. You don't remember I the microwave the thing? Yeah, the thumbs were disgusting. No. Well, I first saw Spy Kids. We went to see Atlantis um, and then there weren't any tickets. So we went to see Spy Kids like 30 minutes after it started. So I have no memory of, I don't know what the first part of the movie is. You missed a lot. Atlantis yeah. is an excellent film. Yeah. As yes. is Rotel Dorado. I had a gigantic crush on Kira growing up. Oh, mm-hmm. Rotel Dorado is an incredible film that is deeply inappropriate for children. They also, are so yeah. horny. Also, yeah, yeah very problematic as well. Rotel Dorado is about a thruple. Really? Yeah. Do they all have, they, have, they both have a crush on the girl? Um, uh, yeah, I think they both have sex. The one who is voiced by Kenneth Branagh is very in love with the dark-haired one who's voiced by Kevin Klein. Oh yeah, what a weird pair, by the way, for a children's yes, animated he's movie. In love, especially because they're both supposed to be Spaniards too. Yeah. But then he's in love with Chell, who's voiced by, voiced by Rosie Perez. Yeah. But then Chell is attracted to both of them. 
but I think I think the Kenneth Branagh character is strictly homosexual. Wait, Rosie Price oh, is wow. also in Atlantis, and she plays the mechanic. Oh, I had a crush on the her. mechanic too. I think I just had a crush on I every everybody. <laughs> did you have a crush on Spinelli from Yes? Yep. Oh yeah, that was a big yeah. one for me. And then you find out her name is Ashley. Did that ruin the crush for you? No, I just thought it was oh, a good yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, no, I had a big crush on Spinelli. And Miss Finster. Um, that was a <laughs> we, You guys seemed pretty excited when we saw the vultures. What do you guys do? You guys like have opinions I love on vultures? vultures? Vultures are, as the kids would say, have like main character energy. Yeah, I follow <laughs> a few vultures on Instagram, and I think they're so cute. Wait, Wait you so follow smart. vultures what? like somebody's pet vulture on Instagram? Yeah, let's Wait, see. Wait, do they have a vulture as a pet? No, uh, they're they're like people who work at a nature preserve. So the oh, okay. this one is George the Vulture. 37. He's a turkey vulture. He's at the American Eagle Foundation in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Whoa. Yeah, and look, look at his little bulky. I love how they hop because their wings are so big yeah. that it's like almost an impediment to them walking regularly. <laughs> and their heads are so tiny. Vulture is a powerful card in wingspan. Really? Mm. That's all I'll say. Yeah, their wing their wingspan is insane. That makes I will sense. say I'm not that good at wingspan because I kind of just I want to pick the pretty birds regardless of what their powers yeah. are on the card. Yeah. Oh, their powers. <laughs> they have they powers. They did the Barbie meme with George the Vulture, and it says, this <laughs> Ken is able to smell carrion up to a mile away. <laughs> God, I wish they did that a... with the Alan, the, with the uh, Michael Sarah one, that same yeah. caption. <gasps> Aww. And they love toys. Toy? Is that a toy? Everyone a follow George the Vulture pie? on Instagram. Yeah. Mm, he's so cute. Wait, There's a, how, do you guys, how, how do you guys feel about condors? I'm not as familiar, but I assume I love them. They're gigantic. Um, if you guys are interested, there's a con- condor conservatory in California you can volunteer at, but it's like way into the Los Angeles forest. But uh, What if the volunteering was just like you had to let them eat you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to lay there. Oh, I will go to this conservatory. Yeah. Oh, sorry that I gave you another tab to open up, Jessica. I mean, she's fully open yeah. and I have four windows, and there's like twenty tabs in each window. Because yeah, because California condors—they look just like a turkey vulture, just giant. Like oh, they have that—they have that turkey. bald head for eating carcasses. They got the big wings. Do you do you remember? Did you guys see the rescuers down under? Yes. So there's a giant bird in that movie. The second oh, yeah. one. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's yeah, when they go the to Australia. Yeah. Oh, that was so cool. Oh, another one is Bash the Black Vulture. Is handles just Bash the Vulture, but Bash is a non-releasable black vulture at the nonprofit AEF Eagles. She's an educational ambassador who inspires our community to conserve vulture. She's an educational. I ambassador. love the idea that she's. Look how they give her a job. Look at her. I like that they label her as unreleasable, as if it's either environmental or she just like has like a bad attitude and they can't let her <laughs> out. She's like not reformed. She's just not into it. She didn't yeah. want to. Oh, look at her. Her wings are so much smaller than male vulture. Oh, are they sexually dimorphic? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah um, well. about parrots is they're all equal. Uh, <laughs> and her ear hole. Oh, my God. You see? That's You're hole. showing hole on Maine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she looked happy love- when you're doing that. Oh, they love to be fat. Look how sweet. <laughs> A little she smile. Oh, she. Jess's birds just love to land on me and bite me. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It takes a long time for them to be like truly comfortable. Um, we so went what to. What was a... your favorite bird you saw today? Oh, 
American Goldfinch, because just we found out that uh, it was such a new and rare sighting. I don't know yeah. if it's super rare, but the fact that's that, yeah, they're all over the country, but for some reason they hate showing up for me. Oh, well, but, yeah. that we got to be a part of seeing that one with Dewey for the first time, and um, we saw some crows. I always love crows. I love crows too. Crows yeah. are my favorite bird. I wish we had gotten a uh, a better look at the vultures. Yeah. But, Wait, Sarah, what do you like about crows? I like that they can solve puzzles and hold grudges. Hmm. Um, like, I like that they are spiteful and smart, uh, just like me. And <laughs> uh, very sweetly, my dad convinced me that he knew a crow, and he named it George. <laughs> and so every time we saw a crow in public, he was like, that's George. And I like, it took me until like way too late to be like, those were all different crows. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, so I have a crow story for you. So uh, there's this company in Sweden called Corvid Cleaning. So what they do is oh. they have trained crows to pick up cigarette butts oh, and recycle them. them. And then when they when they recycle the cigarette butts, they um, get food. So they don't have to even train their own crows. Like wild crows start doing it. Uh, oh, genius! But it's become a bit of a problem for the people of Sweden because they'll just like take cigarettes out of people's hands and then like put them in the recycler to get food. That's excellent actually. So yes, it's actually, I guess it is a form of, uh, you know, pop, it's a good public health measure that they're stopping smokers from smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any birds that you guys wanted to see today that we did or didn't see? A black palm cockatoo. Are those, are those wild around here? No. Oh. They're, they're, You're going to be real disappointed to, then. Uh, I think Africa. Let me double check. She's got her sights high. Yeah. yeah. You never know. I, I saw one in person one time at a parrot sanctuary in Santa Barbara. Whoa. But I guess, yeah, I would have liked a better look at the vultures. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think we saw everything Whoa, else I wanted these to birds see. Look crazy. Oh yeah, I just googled black palm cockatoo for Sarah. I so do. Have... Are they black or are the palms black? They're black. They have a little bit of red on their cheeks, and they are native to New Guinea. Whoa! I see one on Conan O'Brien in this. Yes, uh, yes. yeah. I love seeing parrots because I grew up um, in South Pasadena, so there's a like I woke up hearing parrots every day, but you would never see them because they'd be so high up in these green trees that it was impossible to discern what was a leaf and what was a parrot. So I always appreciate seeing them. Yeah, I think realistically, we saw what I wanted to see. I would have I don't know if they're in Griffith Park, but I would have loved to seen some quails. I love quails. Oh yeah, so there are. Oh quails yeah, you in mentioned Griffith that they're Park. just yeah. there earlier. Yeah, that they're earlier there or later. Because again, in the middle of the day, they're hanging out in the brush, they're hunting and foraging and stuff. But in the morning is when they're active, and you can sort of see them. Same with the evening. Because uh, we saw some quails in Joshua Tree. They rocked. Yeah. What was your favorite? I think my favorite was probably seeing that American goldfinch. I just never, I never get to see this. And it's always a treat to see the Oriole. I know that we didn't get a great view. That was the first bird that we saw, and you guys barely saw it because as soon as you got your binoculars calibrated, it flew into the sun. But, uh,. It's always a treat to see an Oriole. Um, so, but I think the American Goldfinch was my favorite. But also, I like seeing the Phaenopepla. I've never seen those in L.A. before, so it's nice to see them uh, close to home. Wait, which Real. one was that? So that was the guy that I showed you that was like the, the black one with like the tufted um, on his head and the red eyes. Oh, so yeah. whenever a bird would fly by with the black wings and the white spots, and I'd say, oh, that's a um, northern mockingbird or an acorn woodpecker, and then I realized I was wrong. It's a Phaenopepla 
Urfano oh, Pueblo. Nice. But yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. it's very fun. And yeah. like I said at the beginning, it's nice to be like tricked into exercising. You know, you're focused <laughs> yeah. on the birds so you don't realize you're going on a hike. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to play a little game. Jess, do you want to explain it? It's a game called Penis or Cloaca. Oh. I, tell, I tell you a fictional bird. This is a bird that exists in movies or TV. It's not a bird I'm making up. <laughs> we had to clarify that, that in the pilot fun. episode. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you you tell me if you think it has a penis or a cloaca. Okay. And I also want to preface with these are Jess's picks. Dewey does not co-sign any of these. And I also um, maybe didn't research very well. So Yeah, I go off research. Jess goes off vibes in terms but of the all answer. all birds have cloacas, No, this right? is based no. off research. But Fictional I do birds. think you can... Not all birds have cloacas. So ducks, ostriches, ducks emus. <gasps> You're duck... right. The corkscrew penis. I totally yeah, geese. forgot about that. Anyway, first one is um, the dodo from Ice Age with the watermelon. Cloaca. Venus or cloaca. I'm gonna I'm gonna also say cloaca because dodos are related to pigeons and doves, and I believe pigeons and doves both have cloacas. I'll say penis. Um, Dewey, do you want to do a, a drum roll? Can you hear that? Wow, that's a good one. Um, from what I can tell, a dodo has a cloaca. Woo! Oh, good. Yes. Yep, the hole that does it all. Um, okay, next one is a Spix macaw, which you might have seen in the animated movie Rio. And those ones are extinct, right? might also right? be extinct. Yeah, <laughs> Parrots have cloacas. Okay. Yeah, that's... So Chloe, I'm going to say cloaca. they have sex. Sarah, what do you think? Cloaca, for sure. That is a cloaca. Woo! Yes! Everyone got it. Vlad the Vulture from Horton Hears a Who. Penis. Yeah, that one is a dick. So, I feel like in real life you would have a cloaca, but if we're going based on vibes, I'm going to say we penis. We're not going based on vibes. Okay. I did my research. I just. I I'm going to say cloaca. a version where it's based on vibes. I'm going to say cloaca. I stand by penis. Pino. Both Sarah and Jess stand by penis. Pinum. Okay, it is a cloaca. Yes. Uh, going by vulture, mm. but I do agree. Vibes. He's he's, he's got a hog. He's dick yeah. down. <laughs> you say dicks down. Have big dick energy for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. Deep in meat. <laughs> okay. Next one. That would be fun um, for like a. Never mind. Nope. Not gonna. No. No. Say it. Say it. Say it. You no, know how like sometimes people give like location updates like. So and so is like at the mall. So and so yeah. is like at the beach. Like so and so is deep or neck deep in meat. I think is a fun. Because yeah. <laughs> like you hear balls deep, you never hear neck deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, there was a there was a Twitter account that someone in my high school started where they would like anonymously bully people, which sucked. But the worst part was that their Twitter oh, name okay. was Balls Deep Daily, <laughs> which is really gross. Okay, next one is the little blue birds in Cinderella. Oh, Cinderella. Yeah. I'm going to say Cloak. Yeah, they're little blue, like bluebirds. Yeah. Sarah. Sorry, I dropped my liquid death. Whoopsie. Okay, when you guys. Oh, oh, do we have the answer, Jess? Um, Cloaca. Woo! What an when... interesting pattern. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of birds don't have penises anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. anymore. Yeah. Not, so not since woke culture. Yeah. Okay, exactly. so here. Here's where we stand. Sarah has three. Jess has three. Dewey has four. I have one more that could bring it to a tie. Okay. This um, one is loosely based on vibes. 
Okay. Hold on, hold on one second. Actually, no, it's not. Oh, God. I know which one this is. It's going to piss me off. Um, when you guys were growing up, did you realize that bluebirds existed, or did you think people were talking about birds that were blue? I thought I knew bluebirds were as a bird. Okay. I don't think I really realized that until I started birding that bluebirds are a real thing. I thought like it was just like a, I thought it was like a, an umbrella term for any blue bird. Mm-hmm. I thought no, I've, scrub I jays and jays were bluebirds, but then yeah. we would go birding and you'd be like, that's obviously a scrub jay, you idiot. I didn't and say then, it like that. So now I've like overcorrected. So when I saw the picture of the bluebirds from Cinderella, I was like, obviously those are not real. And you were like, <laughs> Could you imagine no, how, real. <laughs> that would be horrifying, I think, for Cinderella if she was like, her dress was being made by like scrub jays. They're like yeah, huge that's not Orvis. <laughs> They're just screaming at her. Yeah, I thought they were like just the oh, song Blackbird. And I was like, that's a bird. Yeah. Yeah. God, I want to eat that pie from that book, The Four and Twenty Blackbirds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something about those beaks okay. look real good. So, last one. I There is a correct answer, I think. It's not based on vibes, but it, I, I would understand. Anyway. Um, so we have Kevin from Up, which is based, the colors are based on a Himalayan monal, monal pheasant, but as we can see, the design is partly ostrich, toucan, um, and peacockish, <laughs> and in the movie, it's referred to as a type of snipe, which is a real bird, a uh, bird. I have two Koika, thoughts. because she is a mother. Oh, Kevin is a she. She has three little babies. That's why she's running around that whole movie. Yes. I think for the exercise, though, you have to pretend that if, if there was a boy version, would I'm it have a penis or a cloaca? We're talking about Kevin. Thought. The girl <laughs> from Up. She has a cloaca. Because <laughs> she gave birth to three eggs. I say I'm going to say penis, and I love that uh, Sarah gave her listeners a little bit of penis ASMR when you leaned into the mic and whispered penis before yes. anybody else talked. <laughs> Wait, what was Sarah's answer? Penis. Sarah was penis. Oh, okay. So um, me and Sarah are penis, and Jess is cloaca. Jess is right on the money. I thought I was tricking you by saying Kevin from Up, because I forgot no, it was a girl until I Googled it. I've seen it. that movie 400 times. <laughs> <laughs> but just That's the part where the answer. woman dies, then you stop it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just jerk off to that part, and then I turn it off. Right, does that make it a tie, then? It does make it a tie. In honor of the Little Mermaid live action coming out, we're going to go Scuttle, the seagull. Penis. I'm going to say penis, too. Oh, yeah, penis. You got a big dick. Okay, I'm going to say cloaca. Not based on vibe. Yeah. Okay. Seagulls have cloacas. Oh. Yes! So Dewey wins. Bye, oh, yeah, hair. You changed it to the last second. Okay, you did the last second. That way we wouldn't have another tie. I don't want to make you look up something else. That's true. Yeah, I can't handle research. Jess, what do I win? You can take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, I'll well, allow it. <laughs> well, thank you both for being on. Do you have anything to plug? Wait, would oh, you wait. go again? What? Oh, yeah, sorry, we talked about that earlier, so yes, would you guys go birding again? Yeah, yeah, absolutely I would. Yeah, we both would. I would go birding again in a heartbeat. Yeah, awesome. Well, then, thank you both for going on. Do you have anything to plug? Um, Pig and Michelle? (laughs) And if it helps, this will come out on Wednesday, so it'll be pretty pretty, um, timely. 
Yeah, feel free to come to a mock improv every Tuesday at 9.30 at the clubhouse. We're both on it. Whoa, it's do you guys much. have like an Instagram I can, oh. we can plug or? <laughs> yeah, it's just mock, that's M-A-C-H, improv. Yeah, thank you for spelling it. I would guess it was M-O-C-K based Everybody on the thinks improv. Everybody the yeah. other way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, aren't there like 50 people on mock? Isn't that the deal? Uh, not quite. So. It was probably 50 at some point. It's like okay. 30 now, and then we have guests come play every week. So is it like mashup teams, or do you all go on at once? Mashup. Yeah, okay. there's four teams, and of the teams, it's mostly like core cast members, but then there's like one to four guests on each okay. team. Okay. Yeah. I didn't start the show. I'm not that old. I could never yeah. have done it. I would have been... Yeah, because you would have been zero. <laughs> yeah, I would have been a thought in my dad's dick, but... um. Uh, <laughs> a thought in your dad's The show was started by Jake Regal, I think about 12 years ago, oh. and has been handed down from improviser to improviser until it got to me. Wow. Oh, wait, you're in charge oh. of it? Yeah, it's my show. What? I didn't know that. I'm nearly a team member. Yeah. Well, that rules. Sarah has no power. <laughs> Just how I like it. <laughs> awesome. Jess, do you have anything to plug? Me? Yeah. Oh, no. Um, no okay well i got some thanks if you're listening please follow our instagram it's uh i don't actually know that hold on what's the handle oh maybe i should have plugged that fuck what is it hold on sarah are you on a we team me yeah yes well one hmm are we a week? Well, we formed through we i don't think we're officially a resident we're always questioning that too but it's like you know a team that came out of we Okay. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wee oui, wee. Oui. What's I the think team we're name? On the wait list to be in the residency. Yeah. Uh, just kissing. Oh, <laughs> that's fun. Um, um, yeah, our you... Instagram is birder underscore barely underscore know her. One, one word. word. <laughs> yeah. One the know her is one word. Um, yeah. So follow us on that, and then follow my Instagram, Dewey underscore underscore Cassidy. Check out all my cool bird photos uh, that I spam your feed with, oh. and uh, I have shows at the. Um, Westside Comedy Theater every other Monday. So follow my team, Emergency Contact Improv. Um, I should look at that handle too. Yeah, Emergency underscore Contact underscore Improv. We have shows every other Monday as a residency. And doesn't don't you have a team doing that too, Jessica? At UCB. Yes. Oh yeah. I guess I should plug my UCB. <laughs> okay. So uh, Wild is every second Sunday of the month at 10 p.m. And then Adele Dazim, which is a musical improv team, we're every first Sunday of the month at 10 p.m. We're also taking submissions. So if you have an indie improv team and you want to do either of those shows, feel free to follow us on Instagram and message us. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, any final thoughts before I leave us? Thanks for having us. That yeah, was very thank fun. you. It's a very good time. Yeah, awesome. Then I'll leave everybody with the. Uh... Ah! <laughs>